Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, this is Paula Brion, the Diva for Christ. This new year, I want to start off this year by saying that God has gained an angel. We dedicate this show in memory, in loving memory of my sister, Gloria McCray Knight, a.k.a. affectionately known Auntie G, who passed this Saturday. Um, This is a heavy show for me, but I want you to just know just how wonderful this woman of God. She's just amazing. And this show will include her husband, Dr. Dwayne Knight, Dr. D, um, on this particular segment. So just sit back and enjoy this wonderful woman. She will be missed. Father God, I ask everything in this show to be about you, Lord. We seek to elevate you, Lord, on today, and we do nothing without you in this show. Oh, in the precious name, above all names, we consider that done in your name, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, we is back. We is back for another wonderful Wonderful Tuesday. We bring you the best in ministry, business, and the arts. And tonight will be no different. Tonight we bring family to the platform for the listeners. Oh, I tell you, we are on fire. We have the original gospel DJ. We got an author. We got an educator. We got a minister. We got elders. <laughs> we got radio hosts. I tell you, I, man, this, this show, photographer, I tell you, it's just nothing these wonderful, wonderful men and women will do for the Lord. 
elder and minister, my sister and my brother, we bring to you Dwayne and Gloria. They're affectionately called Dr. D and Auntie G. And they in the house. <laughs> I tell you, I'm having such a wonderful time with this right now. But I tell you, as soon as they come on this line, we will be bringing them to you. These wonderful people, I tell you, just family. Oh, we go way back. I tell you, they do everything. I mean, did you hear the list I just rattled off? I mean, there's just nothing that they don't do. And what's wonderful about them is that they're a, a marital ministry. Um, and, and oftentimes, I, I'm not blessed enough to have, you know, a married folk on my platform. So this is really new, and I'm so Google Gaga about this right now. I'm just so excited because they're going to talk about ministry in marriage um, and how it plays out in their lives and in the community as a whole and as a as a team, a duo in God's kingdom and how this platform just, uh, it just ignites and it just sets fire to what they do in ministry. So I tell you, just sit back and then relax. You're going to love this interview. I'm telling you, oh, my beautiful man and woman of God on the line. <laughs> Y'all on the line. Let me hear you. Let me hear you. Let me hear you say, yeah. <laughs> What's up? I'm, definitely, What's up? I'm definitely not going to say it like that. Oh, come on now. Come on. Hi. And this is and this is who hey, I say. How are you? <laughs> Guys, come on, bring it. Don't be cute now. Don't be cute. You know my platform. It's, it's, <laughs> you know you got to be loud. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be loud. Come on, bring it out. Bring it out. This hey, is my wonderful brother. Here. Hey, dear. Yes, my brother. And my sister, you got RTG, RTG and Dr. D. I love the ring in that thing. I tell you, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I just big y'all up, man. I I had a list as long as the paper I was writing on. I said, Lord, you can't tell me God ain't good. God is amazing, amazing. You know, I just want to get right to it because there's just so much to talk about with you two wonderful. And I just want to let you know, this is my first time having a, a marital duo uh, on my platform. So I'm just okay. excited. I'm excited. Wow. Y'all the first. You know how I feel about the first. I love the first. Yeah, I love how, the first. This is our first. Your first. So just be gentle. <laughs> you know I will. You know I will. Like Peter Turner said, nice and slow. I'm going to take it nice and slow. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm talking to some married folk right now. So y'all know about the nice and slow. Come on now. I can talk about it because I got the married folk. I tell you, ain't nothing like that marriage bed. I'm waiting, Lord. Set them, child. Set them. <laughs> Let me stop. He's going to find you, Paula. He's going to find right. you. That's right. That's right. You better hurry up. I'm getting kind of old and weary now. <laughs> Let me stop messing with y'all. Let me stop messing with y'all. How, how are you wonderful people, ones that I love, my family, my sister and my brother? Let me tell you. Tell these wonderful listeners all about you. Who is this amazing duo? And either one of y'all can start it off for me. Uh, ladies first. Go ahead, G. Yeah, because he got so much to say. You know. <laughs> Well, I came from a very, I came from, a, you could say a religious family, because my father was a pastor, mm. and, and my mother, I call her diva, because she is still a diva with the big hats and all of that still, and mm-hmm. I come from four generations of preachers. Wow. My grandmother was a preacher. She was no joke, okay, just to mm. say that. And uh, so I was raised in a household. But only I can say about my father and my mother, they did not say we couldn't listen to R&B and all that. Because she said if if we if they did not allow us to do this, we would sneak and do it. Mm. So they didn't want us to sneak and do anything. Mm. You know, and, and then, you know, R&B with that, it's nothing like the music today. The right. music was a message, or it was about love, about, you know, something like that. 
My brother mm-hmm. had a band. They had a band down in the basement. They rehearsed down in the basement. And we did block parties. I used to sing at the block party. Yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. Then I got married. I had three kids. And uh, I went back to school. I did everything backwards. I went back to school because, you know, I needed a job that's going to pay some money so I could take care of my children. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went back to school. And when I went back to school, I went to Long Island University. And the, and the director of student activities said, come with me to the radio station. So I went with, because I worked in student activities. She said, come with me to the radio station. So I went to the radio station with her. She said, introduce this song for me. I was like, what? She said, introduce this song. So I introduced, it was a Fred Hammond song. And she's okay. Now you now you have a job as a, a on-air announcer. What? <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, she said, yeah, this is part of your student activities. This is what you're going to do. And then from there, hmm. you, that's how I got on radio. And, wow. and being on radio was a different experience. You see people doing it, but when you do it yourself, it's totally different. Totally. Mm-hmm. You got to come up with a new spin, a new concept all the time. <laughs> that's for sure. That's for sure. And then... Hmm. William Beckham had a CD release party in Washington. And I went, and that's when I met Dr. D. What? Yeah, and James Hodge. And I was sitting by myself. I didn't know anyone. You know, I was new to the record and the, the music industry, so I didn't really know anybody. So he had the man, the maitre d', whoever that was, to bring me a peach rose. Oh. <laughs> I never heard that story. Oh, that's so nice. He, he brought me a peach rose, and then after he brought me the rose, then they came over and introduced themselves. Wow. We, we talked, him and I and James talked all night. And then they was like, don't go back on the train. It's late. Because it was late when it was over. And they was like, come back with us, you know. I was like, it could be some. But everybody saw me with them, so I knew I would be okay. Right, right. So, you know, and from then on, we were tight in the industry. They used to call James and Dean my bodyguard. Because everywhere. <laughs> they was with us. Everywhere. BMWA, CD listening parties. You saw me and D and James all the time. Mm. Wow. And, uh, and had no kind of romantic interest in Dr. D. Nope, none. <laughs> and he's back there. No, none. No, that's where it was. We, we were good friends, but. Um... I would call Dr. D about when I had problems with my boyfriend. I called Dr. D. Mm. So we had got. They didn't call me doctor for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> fix it up. Fix it up. Whatever. No, he can fix it up. <laughs> oh my God. He was just easy to talk to. Yeah. So, yeah. So one year. Okay, before we get to that part, let me let me let me tell you how I got up to that part. So uh, again, this is Doctor D, and how you uh, got up to that part? Okay, most most of us <laughs> coming up. Uh, always grew up around a lot of music and stuff like that. So um, basically back how I got into the gospel game is um, back in 77, I met a, a friend of mine. They was on the train and th- that I had grew up with. I haven't seen them in years. And they invited me to their church for like, a youth meeting. So I went. Um, and started going in. And that's how I got where I got saved. That was about '77. So at that time, that's when '77 and '79. That's when hip hop started coming out. DJ Herc and all mm-hmm. of them doing yeah. their thing. Um, so when it came down to when that whole movement came down to Brooklyn, I 
was living next door to a DJ. Uh, my older sister was, my younger sister was dating a DJ. And so that whole DJ element was all around me. And so that's what really sparked my interest in DJing and stuff like that. But it, so when 1979 came around, the Lord, uh, I was hanging out with about three, five other guys. And, and I don't know how the conversation came up, but uh, the Lord put it in our spirit to start um, DJing gospel music, uh, and basically that's how that's that's how the gospel DJs were formed in 1979, and that's why I'm no, I'm the only one left doing it now. So that's why I call myself the original gospel DJ, because that's all I've Thank done. You know. All right, the original gospel DJ. That's, that's all <laughs> we've done. So from that point on, we started. As a group, we started doing gospel skating parties. We started doing weddings. We started doing Christian events um, because before then, uh, especially at the skating parties, what the churches would do, they would bring the music to the skating party, give it to the DJ, stand up in the booth, and someone would tell them what songs to play. Wow. Um, so it really was never mixed. It was just songs back to back to back. So there was really no flow. No kind of mixing like that. So in 79, when we came on the scene, churches started hiring us because, one, they didn't have to bring the music anymore, and, two, we had the music. Mm. Uh, And so so that's how gospel skating really started with the DJ and with the flow. We we did everything our, our, our brothers in the mainstream did. So that's how we got it. That's how I got into gospel music, and that's how I got into DJing. So in um, um, 70, about, about 70, 93, I did, a, I did a radio show, my first radio show with a lady called uh, um, B, um, BJ, Lady Love. Her name was DJ, BJ Lady Love. And at that radio show, up until that radio show, my, my cousin, who was uh, also into music and radio, he had given me the nickname of Mr. D. And mm. uh, during our radio show, a pastor had called in, and he was saying he liked, the, he liked the music I played. And it was a talk show, and I would just play music in between the sets. And mm-hmm. so um, he, the pastor called in, and he was commenting about my music. And I said, thank you, sir, about my music. And he said, um, for now on, God has God said your name would no longer be um, Mr. D would be Dr. D. And so mm. on the radio, I had this Damascus, Damascus Row experience and a whole name change thing. And from there, um, working for WWRL, we used to, as a sound engineer, we used to do the Martin Luther King event at Convent Avenue Baptist Church every year. Mm. And so little did I know that the gentleman that was over the program at Convent Avenue was also over the um, the, the radio station program at, at City College up in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so about you know third of the third year, he asked me would I be interested in joining him doing a radio show, and I said yeah sure. He said it's going to be a talk show. He's going to be talking, and I would do the music. I said okay fine. You know, and so that's how I got on the radio in about 94, 95. And then when 95 came around, he left to do his thesis, uh, and he he left me doing the show. So that's how I got on radio in 1995. And like he said, we met at the William Beckton event. Um, and, she, you know, she was sitting along, me and James, was we just, you know, was there enjoying the music, enjoying the whole ambiance and I call myself just being nice, and I said, "See the young lady over there, the beautiful young lady over there, all by herself. Um, you know, please give her a, a rose and just tell us from us, and that kind of stuff." So that's how we met. And uh, again, like she was saying, from that point on, it was like three or four of us. We hung out all the time at the GMWA. We traveled across the nation all together, and we really were true friends. We were just friends that hung out, and and that's how we got into radio, and that's how, you know, G and I met. So she was telling you the story from there. She'll tell you her wow. side. Unless you have a different <laughs> question, but that's how we got into radio, and that's how we met. I don't know if you wow. have a different question, you think. 
No. <laughs> No, 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 that was amazing because I didn't know that side of it. That that's a wonderful thing to know how it all began. You know, because I really? see I see I see the fruits. So I you know, yeah. it's good to always hear how it began. You know, that, that rose. Wow. Wow, that's beautiful. And not just any color, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was yeah, so wonderful. The moral yes. of the story, don't give a lady a rose unless you want to marry her. <laughs> you're so silly. <laughs> ah, you are so, oh, you're a mess. You're a mess. Well, you know what? Thank God for that union. But I know you, you know, and we've talked to you before. So, I, I, I you know, the listeners may not know that. You also uh, are an author, a wonderful author. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, uh, um, oh, okay. Um, uh I became an author writing was something I always liked doing when I was in college. And I became an author because in, uh, what year was that? I forgot the year. G and I, we were in, we were in, um, we was on vacation for one hour, um, anniversary. We was in Virginia and we was traveling around and we had went to this old fort and, mm-hmm. And when I was I was taking pictures, and I remember asking G to take a picture of me looking inside a cannon, one of the very long, long cannons they had. And mm-hmm. when I when I when I got the pictures back, and I was looking at them, uh, it was like the Holy Spirit was telling me that God was calling me into photography because at the same time I got into radio in '95, I also started doing photography. So it must have been like 2000 or something like that. Um, God told me that he wanted me to do photography, um, to use photography as a documentary, documenting tool. And he said that always shoot for the book, shoot for the book. And at that time, I didn't understand what that meant. But I just, everything I shot for, I shot from the point of it being in a book. Um so that's how the word first came to me. And so in, um, uh, I think it was 2000, um, God told me to do my first book because uh, I was in, the, as G said, we was in the gospel music industry heavy. We was traveling around with all the stars, uh, all mm. the writers, all the, all the, all the, you know, gospel singers, you name it, we, we knew them. Uh, and that was real a real blessing. At the same time, we was learning this craft called radio. And at the same time, God was giving me favor with different labels and people of, of, in, in office that they allowed me and asked me sometimes to shoot their events. Um, because I was a radio announcer, they, and I was going to be there anyway, a lot of them started hiring me for to shoot their events at the different, uh, at the GMWA. Um, mm. So... And in 2000, God told me to do a coffee table book on gospel music. And so as I researched that gospel music, there was, I could not find one full color um, pictorial book on gospel music. There was a Mm. lot of black and white books. Uh, Most of them were text heavy. There was nothing that was a photo book on gospel music. All the other genres had them, rock and roll, jazz, blues, uh, country. Everybody had uh, photographers documenting the, the artists, made them, making books, and documenting their whole story in their genre except for gospel music. Gospel music didn't have that. And so uh, just being obedient to God, he told me to do that book, and that book was called Caros. Uh, which means a special moment in time, and that was Carol's um, volume two, a moment in gospel, a special moment in gospel music, and so that was the first book I ever did, self-published book I ever did, on, and that's still to my knowledge the only, well, the the first um, photography book done on gospel music. I know a friend of mine, he did yeah. a uh, he did a book a little later that had more pictures. But it was more like mm-hmm. a, a early morning um, um, book of um, uh, a morning devotional book. It was more like a morning devotional book. Right. But right. that was the first one in 2000. And ever since then, uh, I did a book called um, The Doors of the Church Are Open. 
and that book was based on essays from different women in in the faith, whether mm. they was um, pastors or bishops or uh, evangelists, whatever. They were women in the faith, and they just wrote about the different document the, uh, the different documents of the church, whether it was mm. marriage, whether it was um, youth ministry, whether it was women's ministry. They just wrote right. from their perspective. And we put mm-hmm. that all, all the essays I put in, in a book. And, of course, I did all the pictures. And that was mm-hmm. called the the, the, uh, the Doors of the Church Are Open. And then the, the last book I did was on funeral photography because in 2013 God called me to do funeral photography. And mm-hmm. so I did a book on that. And that's where, um, that's why I major now is funeral photography and that kind of stuff. So. That's what I mean. Well, you 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 sure the major, you sure the major, because I seen it, <laughs> I seen it with my own eyes. You, no, you man, you yeah, yeah, buddy, you did that DMX funeral, man. You did that thing. But we gonna go, we gonna go, because you know what, what, what I really want everybody to take out of this uh, wonderful interview is just how God led you both together collectively doing all these wonderful things. Because I know that. Uh, Auntie G is a photographer as well. And it's like you guys just fed off each other. Um, And it takes me back to your wonderful work that you did at, you know, with the Love Express. How did that start for both of y'all? Well, before you, before G tells you about the Love Express, she's also, she's also writing books. She hasn't finished them yet, but G also started Uh writing some Uh children's books. She could tell you about that and then she could tell you lead that into the love express. Okay. Love All right. Then the love express will lead into that. Okay. <laughs> 1999. Mm-hmm. That was the year that D and I got engaged in 1999. Because mm-hmm. we got married in 2000. 2000. Um, in 1999, I started writing for the love express. I started with one paragraph. That's it. Mm. And uh, also, see, I, I was the staff photographer for the Love Express since 1995. And so when G and I was getting married and stuff, I introduced her to Edith. And Edith asked her in 99-2000 to come aboard as a staff writer. So that's, again how, that's again how God was using us to do work mm-hmm. together, even as yeah. before we got married, to work together as a team. She was a staff writer, and I was That's a staff right. for the Love Express. So go ahead. That's baby. right. That that dynamic yeah. duo. <laughs> <laughs> we were just y'all amazing. Y'all amazing. We wasn't dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> That's what you go ahead, G. I know. I, I heard about how wonderful you is. You is. Go ahead. Go ahead, G. Go ahead, G. <laughs> Well, I start writing for the Love Express, and it gave me opportunity to meet so many pastors. But I knew mm. a lot of pastors before that because of my dad. Mm-hmm. So, so <laughs> <laughs> y'all are so funny. Mm-hmm. Because because of my dad, I already knew a lot of pastors. But this gave me opportunity to meet pastors I never met before, and to mm-hmm. this day, I'm still good friends with. If on my Facebook page, it is based, basically pastors, preachers. That's basically my, what my page is made up of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have met apostles, bishops, wow. evangelists, prophets, whatever they may be. That's what my page is like. It, to me, it's just good to have relationships with the body mm-hmm. of Christ. Yes. And, yeah. and it being in, in a relationship with them, it is not always sunny. I don't even want people to be fooled by that. You have to deal with attitudes the same mm-hmm. way you deal with the world. Mm-hmm. But the difference is how you, how you project yourself. That's right. They, That's but right. I'm going to tell you, you know, it's not funny, but people call me the sword because I cut you at your <laughs> knees. That's it. <laughs> That's right. Because I don't take foolishness off of anybody. I don't care who you are. You could be the Pope. That's right. I don't care. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's why I love you. 
expect, I expect right. the same thing. That's right. And it should be. And as it should yeah. be. And, and I'm gonna tell, I always tell people, the music industry is not for the faint of heart. If you got a mm. thin skin, you in the wrong business. Mm. What what I tell you? You you saying it? You preaching money? You you preaching? You preaching now? But I'm about making money with them. Me, it's about relationship. That's right. It's about relationship, and that's why so many of the artists can see me somewhere, and they'll call me by my name Mm. because of my relationship with them. I'm not trying to be buddy buddy with everybody. I try to treat everybody the same, and see that's the difference. I don't try to put you on no pedestal because you isn't. You are not God. Okay, Mm. God just using you and your gift. That's it. That's right. You're not you're that's not right. Mr. Wonderful, Miss Wonderful. So don't even that's think right. about that. That's right. That's right. Be humble. Don't be humble. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That is gotta right. be humble. You gotta be humble. Show some humility. My goodness. That's Absolutely. it. Not gonna cost you nothing to be nice. Fresh. It gave that's me the right. opportunity to go to places that a lot of people would never be able to go. Mm. But, but Grace of God said, I, you know, by his favor, we got to go to so many different places. We went to all white churches. We went to mixed churches. That's right. And I'm it's it's a difference when you go to churches of another persuasion and you're the only color in that bunch. You know, Mm. it's it's a difference. But, you know, God is love. And that's 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 just it. He's love. And you got to love no matter what. But I have started, matter of fact, two books are done. I just got to get them illustrated. Mm. And they're all children's books. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, one children's book is about the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Then I, I did another book about death on a children's yeah. perspective. Because mm. kids don't mm. see death like we see death. That's right. That's right. They don't. And it's the last book that I'm doing. For some reason, I started it and I can't finish her. And I don't mm-hmm. know why. It's like I got a block on her. Mm. And, and the book started out so good. All of a sudden, somebody said, do you have writer's block? I said, I don't care what y'all call it. it got, it's a block. It just ain't going. <laughs> It ain't the time. It ain't the time. It's what God say. That's what it's about. That's yeah. what it's about. Amen. Amen. You know, and, and I, it. I, you know, I, I could agree with that. It's like, that's okay, right. Like, that's why right. can't I finish this book? You gave me, because when God gave me stuff, it's three in the morning. Paul, mm. I be like, God, can I tell you something? Ask you something? This wow. three, this three o'clock ministry in the morning is. <laughs> I know you time and you made time and all of that, but do you mix up your time? You know because you're three o'clock in the morning. Listen, hey, but you know, you know I, how it I, is. I, I guess I, I, I joke with my 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 um my pastor uh, when she she tells how God comes at three o'clock in the morning and speaks to you with a good word, and I mm-hmm. told her. I told because it really hasn't happened to me yet, but I'm not saying he didn't wake me up or not. But I told him when when he do, I'm gonna ask him, God, can you come back at seven? <laughs> <laughs> you are so true. That's right. You, you, you give me a few. Yeah, give me a few. Listen, listen. I don't want that one. I don't want that one. I don't want that one. Don't, please, Lord, so don't I wake me up. Pen, I keep a pen in a pad by the bed. Wow. So the wow. Right and, go see, and they say, girl, I'll be looking at what is that I wrote? Jesus, Amen. take the will. Yeah. Well, you know, you, well, you know, you brought up something. You spoke about COVID-19 and the pandemic. And I just wanted to ask you guys, uh, uh, what has this meant for you in, in, in marital ministry? What has this done for your marriage? I need a vacation. <laughs> be honest with you. <laughs> Seeing him every day, every when he said he going out somewhere, bye. Thank you. Oh. 
Then every day I look gooder and gooder, Paul. I look gooder and gooder. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hello. no. <laughs> I think I'd love you send him somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> I, I mean, you know what? This, this pandemic is a test of faith, resilience, and humility. Oh, my God. <laughs> and definitely relationship. <laughs> oh, definitely. But <laughs> <laughs> I am not a morning person, okay? Oh. And he'd be like, hey, oh, I'd be, man, if you don't get away from me, get away from me. Yeah, I'm a, a late night person and early morning person, so. And I'm not. Wow. You get up and say, hey, babe, she's like, Argh. <laughs> oh, make yeah. No. Yeah, I try, to do, I try to do breakfast. I try to do breakfast, but um, it's to, to for for me, um, like being the main breadwinner stuff is challenging because I got shut down. My photography, my DJ, everything got shut down. Um, so like she said, it's been a faith walk. Um, believing and trusting God to, you know, keep a roof over our head and, and you know, yes. the light yes. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely been um, challenging, and I tell people, I know all my bill collectors by names. Because <laughs> <So it's like, laughs> the last time I got to call them and say, I don't have it, what can you do? Yeah. You give me yeah. more time or, or whatever. So, um it's definitely been a, a faith walk on yeah. that, been challenging. And also, it's been like a reset because there was things that, um, especially uh, with the photography and the ministry, that mm-hmm. weren't, weren't right at, as 2019 was ending. Um, right. And, 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 and the, the, in February of 2020, I went to a conference, and, I, and my goal was, for going to that conference was to find out how to improve what I was doing, how how mm-hmm. to improve the ministry, the photography, and stuff like that. That it would be it would be uh, it would run smoother and that kind of stuff, be more efficient. That's what I'm looking for. So in right. 2020, um, it was that whole thing was to re- help me reset everything, catch up on everything. So when 2021 came, I was more efficient, more astute in business, and um, prayerfully that uh, when when things get back up and running, I'll be able to get back out there even more efficiently and don't have to spend a lot of time out there so I can come back and spend it with my big... (laughs) 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 I believe, I believe, I got the faith. I got the faith. Let me tell you something. How, how, listen, it, we we must be serious about this matter right here because most marriages fail for just the littlest thing. You guys have been married for how many years? It'll be 21 years come July 1st right. if God Hello. not come. Hello. Hello. And that's what I'm saying. There, there, there has to be a word that you can leave for folks that are going through this pandemic. Prayer. This moment of oh. <laughs> much prayer. Much prayer. <laughs> me and friends speaking in tongues and fasting. <laughs> y'all are mess. <laughs> oh, but you heard it first, y'all. This is the dynamic duo. This marital yeah, bliss. Hey, I got uh, I people praying for me. Because yeah, <laughs> we know that it's like a dynamite. And my, oh my, my, my fuse is very short. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I can say for me, um, Paul, it, it goes beyond, um, it goes beyond um, the the pandemic. Uh, marriage, marriage itself is a not only is it a ministry, <clears throat> but it's also a challenge. Um, but but with anything, with any ministry that you're called to do. Mm-hmm. You have to know that it's God that's called you to it, and it, yes. and you have to know that 
that God, you got to listen for God. Because with, mm. no matter, before you ever go into a storm, you know, people say there's three points. You're either going into a storm, in a storm, or coming out of a storm. Right. But anytime you go into a storm, before you go into the storm, if you're really keen to what the Holy Spirit is telling you, God will give you a word mm. before you go into that storm to sustain you in that storm. And you got to hold on to that word while you're in that storm. And marriage, and our marriage, we, we go through our storms, all marriages do, and it has ups and downs and challenges and nobody's perfect and that kind of stuff. But uh, for me, it, it happened early in our marriage um, because um, G has a prophetic calling. G has a lot of calling. And she's a prophet, a prophetess, however you want to say it. She's also an excellent preacher. She got that from those those generations of preachers she told you about. G can bring your word and give you a prophetic word at the same time. Do not mm. get it twisted. She walks That's in the right. um, That's right. And and it, and in our, early in our marriage, God God used to visit us at, at night. And that, in that three o'clock hour, uh, we'd be sleeping, and the Holy Spirit would fall upon G, and she would start speaking in tongues, you saw worshiping. And at that time, God would speak to me through G. And mm. he spoke to he spoke to he spoke to me several times and a lot and, and, and several times it was always a reason. Sometimes one time it was to give somebody else a word. Um mm. that if he didn't change and I didn't he was good friends of with me and G and I didn't know what he was into, but God gave me a word at that point to tell him if he didn't change his way, God was going to kill him. Plain and simple. That's exactly what God said. He said, if mm. you don't change, I'm going to kill you. Kill you. And I, when I went to him, I said, hey, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know nothing. But I'm telling you what God told me last night through my wife. And when I gave him that message, he went to his wife and repented and, and changed his ways. So during one of those times, God said to me, he said, your wife has been through a lot in her in, in her life. And he said that things, she has built so many walls up because of all the hurt that she's been through. And God said, what, I, what I'm going to use you to do is break through those walls. And, mm. and, and no matter what happens, you cannot leave. I, I got you. And and I hung on to that to to through twenty twenty one years. Um mm-hmm. like 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 anybody in, in true marriage will tell you it's been challenges. Sometimes you do wanna leave, sometimes you wanna you you as you said, strangle each other and that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> all that happened. You know. But I always remembered and I saw God do it. I saw God do it. How he um Use me to to use me to love on G, um, mm. and his love on G helped bring down those walls and show her the the love that God had for her and the love I have for, her. and because of that, um, that's why I'm still here. And so you yeah, gotta you gotta be. Uh, I'm saying that yeah. because you have to listen, be sensitive to what the Spirit is telling you. And, hmm. and if you believe God brought you together, no matter what the challenges are and that kind of stuff, you'll stick it out. And that's what the the the, uh, the, word. And, uh, the people of the old did. They knew the challenges. They went through the challenges, and most of them stuck it out. And that's why they've been married 50, 60 years. Um, so we're just going on 21. So. And that's a word. That's a word right there. Praise God. I tell you, and, and in the thick of it, through all the things that you've been through, like I said, you guys have been in this whole thing together, just looking at the, the chain of how everything uh, transpired for y'all and bringing you full circle into ministry, uh, elder, minister, um, and, and, and just so much more. What's next for you guys? Where do you see yourself going? Not not that y'all don't have enough going on right now, but I know God always has bigger and better. Where do you see yourself? I believe that. Well, my radio show Sunday sit down with Auntie G every Sunday. I just see God. Well, it, it's been spoken to me, you know, 
it, it, it's crazy when you go to three different churches and they say the same thing. Mm. The prophets say the same thing. You be like, God, I got it. I got it. No, he said, no, <laughs> no, I really got it. I really do. I do. Oh, wow. about, it's nothing. Your, where your show is at right now is not going to be in a year. Okay? Mm. God's going to take it to a place. But I know one problem. He's been saying the same thing for the last five years. When I was on Love Express, she said, that's nothing. You're going to be where millions are going to hear you. Millions. Mm. And everybody that slights you now going to want to be in that number. But, God, you can't take everybody with you. Mm. I know that's right. And then we went to one church. When I tell you, this thing has stuck in my head until I tell it to everybody I talk to on the phone. My bitter would not be my better. Wow. And I tell you, uh, and, and that's the truth. That means don't let the the things of your life or things of this world make you mm. so bitter until you don't it's see it. the light. Yes, yes. That's a word. Yes. We got to be careful. Yes. We gotta, in this yes. season, God is moving faster. Mm-hmm. Then he moved maybe in our mother's time. Yep. Wow. He's yes. moving much faster. Why? Because time is winding up. That's, That's why. That's right. That's right. Soon to come. Without a spot or wrinkle. He's coming for that church. That's right. That That's loves right. him in spite of. Mm. And this is this not the season for us to give thanks. Nor is mm. it for the time for us to get out, take our eyes off the prize, Okay. We better mm. be looking at Jesus right now. Mm. Yeah. Right there. Yes. I see you. I see you. Amen. Yes, yes. I, and and for, for me, Paula, uh, what was ahead uh, starts, starts in ministry. It starts in the church. I think we have to be, I don't think, but you have to be grounded. You have to have a home. You have to have mm. a head covering. Because at this time, when, when, when time is short and God is coming back, um, God is is pulling out his gifts in you so that the world, that you can use them and the world can see, you know, the Christ in us um, mm-hmm. to, to bring them to a point of salvation. And I say that because I'm in a, a, a dynamite church or Dominion Church of God's Grace, and my pastor and them, they, they are teaching me how to walk in my calling. And mm-hmm. walking in my calling as an elder, um, and... Uh, I, I said it suddenly, and I still have a hard time to saying it. And to one day be a pastor, I still mm-hmm, 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 say that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, as a seer, and and, and all those gifts, you have to draw closer to God and, and hear His yes. word. So, the church is the foundation for that growth. Um, yes. but from that foundation, um, being in the Word and and learning to hear God and move when God say move. I know that God, uh, this year, God said to me in January that this is the year of the open door. And that was before I heard DJ had a song about the open door. But this is the year of the open door. And he said, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do quicker than I've ever done before. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to open the door for my children. But the key is that they have to be ready. They mm-hmm. have to be ready so when the door opens, they can walk through. So I tell people that when I, whenever I get a chance to, whatever God is calling you to do, whatever visions he has put into your heart, start working on them. Even though, mm. just, just start working on them. Because it's going to get to that point where you're going to see a door open. And we're not going to be qualified, but we, God just wants us to be prepared and mm. walk, to walk through that door. So for me this year, I know God has called me to be a, a funeral photographer. And I just believe that he's going to take that to a point that I'm going to be one of the top funeral photographers. Uh, I might say the nation, some might say the world, but I'm, my funeral photography is going to open doors for me in, in a big way. And I right now, that. you were telling me about our radio station that we both on yeah. WFNK. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're there. 
Uh, we're an internet-based radio station uh, um, owned by my, my, my nephew, Roberto Gooding, and the Function Sound, based in Pennsylvania. But what God is, uh, God has blessed me to be the Sunday programmer, program manager of the station as, as well as the assistant program manager of the station. And the things that God is doing to, I know, to me and to the station, uh, it's, it's a real awesome station. And I believe, yes, just, like, just like with the gospel DJs, it's going to make some, make some noise and um, break some rules uh, and make some historical moments in the radio industry as a whole. Because mm-hmm. it's a station that's programmed by DJs, DJ programming on a radio format. That's what we call it. Uh, so besides the funeral photography and the radio station, God is God is calling me to do books. And I mean, right now He's just giving me three magazines to do. Um, mm. uh, and I, I'm just and He's telling me like like um, people are giving me a word to do things to act upon it. Even though you might not have the finances or anything like that, start working on it as you do. Activate. Uh, activate. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And yes. so that's what I've been doing. So I'm I'm asking people. I'm I'm believing that you know somebody a publisher is going to come and and link up with me to get the magazines out. Uh, I'm working on a book yes. that you're part of uh, about gospel yes. gospel house music on the artists yes. and the DJs. I'm working on that kind of book. Um, yes. And, you know, just things like that. And, and believe it or not, Paula, because one of the reasons we met years ago was because I, God had me do a Christian nightclub for five yes, years. Called yes, the, the first, the first, the first Christian yes. nightclub in That's New York right. City uh, from 2000 to, to 95 to 2000. Um, and um, one of my good sisters in the Lord, she told me at the top of the year, she said, you need to bring that back. And I was mm. like, I have no, I'm not even thinking about doing a Christian nightclub again. But she said, yeah, God is saying that you need to start thinking about it again. So I'm even believing uh, on that, that somehow something's going to happen that um, that's going to come back. So there's different uh, avenues, um, gifts that God has given me. I see him bringing her back to, again, you said, as you know, as a couple, as a marriage too, so that I could bring um, financial mm. stability back to our marriage. And yes. we and I and G tell you all the words we've been getting, uh, and one of the words that came to G and to me, and it's definitely God. He's saying that through everything you guys been through, you won't have to worry about money by the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and part yeah. of that blessing yeah. is because because we're tithers, because we're tithers. It, it, you know, tithing being a tither is part of ministry. Is is when God is. It shows that God can trust you with a little, then he can trust you with a lot. And he can trust you with two mites when you have nothing, and he can trust you with the abundance. So I believe all of that's coming uh, for us in this year. And uh, we look, you know, just looking forward, scarily looking forward to the great things that God's going to have us do to bring people into the kingdom of God. Well, I tell you, you guys have so much. I, I tell you, it's a wonderful uh, just opportunity to have you guys on this show, on this platform, because you've, you've offered so much, so much to God's people who are listening um, and have been going through their storms, you know, as we go through this pandemic. Um, and just to see you guys standing on God and doing all that he would have you to do, even in your storm, is just commendable and is honorable and truly, truly amazing. You, you, I love you guys um, because you're always the same. You never change. Your biggest thing or be obedient. Do what God says do, you know, um, mm-hmm. and you walk in that thing. And that, Amen. and I truly believe that's what keeps your 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 uh, marital ministry together. It's anointed and appointed for a time such as this. And I just want to thank you for encouraging those that are listening that might feel that their marriage is falling apart. They may feel that they just can't make it. Um, look at this. This is a true test of endurance and being steadfast on what God has called you to do. First ministry. Your marriage, marriage, family, 
is God. That is his thing. You have to take care of your loved ones. You have to take care of family. So I, I God bless you. God bless you for having you uh, to come on the show. I, I tell you, God made this happen, and I'm just so blessed. Um, I love you, my brother, my sister. Uh, thank you. Um, I, you know, on my show, I always have someone pray out. Um, but before I do that, I just want to offer you the opportunity to tell people how they can reach you. Well, you can meet me. Um, well, meet me. You can meet me. Yeah. Meet me, meet me. You, can, <laughs> in contact, you can get in contact with me, antig817gmail.com. Uh, I, I mean, the best way to get me, if you want to get me to the radio station, is Dwayne Knight, D-U-A-N-E-K-N-I-G-H-T, at WFMK.com. Again, that's Dwayne Knight uh, at WFNK.com. And, yeah, it's supposed to say like you with a little something, something to it. <laughs> <laughs> you so silly. Oh, oh, you're so great. You, other than we that, you can catch me. You get all my information on my website, which Definitely. is D-Knight, D-K-N-I-G-H-T dot photography. Um, again, www dot d K-N-I-G-H-T dot photography. That's my website. That has my my telephone number on it. It has the email again. Uh, you Another email that you can send me a message to. So I'm there. And um, and, and, that, and you can give us to uh, f- uh, follow us on so, uh, social media is Dwayne Knight on Facebook and uh, funeral dot photos on Instagram. Funeral dot photos on Instagram. And on Facebook, you said uh, Gloria McRae Knight on Facebook. That's it. I don't do that Twitter, Instagram. It's too much. Too much work. Oh, take us to the throne, Glory. All right. Most everlasting, thy God, we gracious Father, we love and adore you, and we thank you, God, for the opportunity that you have given us, oh God. We thank you, God, for our sister Paula. We ask you, God, to let her want for nothing. Let her ladder be greater, oh God. We ask you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for every opportunity that you give us to spread the good news about thank Jesus. Because without you, we are nothing and never shall be anything, oh God. So we yes, thank you, God, for your love. We yes, thank you for your abundance. We thank you for your visions that you have given yes, us, oh God. But more than that, God, we thank you for the people that you have put in our lives.
listening to Junior Slide Worldwide Podcast. Hi, I'm Al Casa, and I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. And you're listening to Jerry Royce Live Podcast, the best international radio station in the whole wide world. Hello, my name is C, and I am a recording artist from Rwanda in Africa. You're listening to the best internet radio station in the USA with Jerry Royce Live and Positive Power 21.